Hello, hello, hello. Peace and light. Hello. All right, all right. We are back on the scene. Let me put on a quick clip of this really, really speaking to the energy that we're dealing with right about now. This is quick. I really start to miss my mother. I'm trying to climb the wall. It's higher than a motherfucker. And how is what the sound is? I'm having major problems trying to walk around it. And ain't no getting up. I'm trapped. I really should have dropped my motherfucking strap. Because when I think about it now, I didn't have to climb the motherfucker. I should have broke the motherfucker down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So that's really speaking of what we are on today. And we're talking about mental illness today and kind of climbing over that wall. So peace and light, everybody. I am your host, Shakesha Divine, also known as the Pretty Priestess. And I have my wonderful co-host. Introduce yourself, Miss Lady. Miss Vita, here again. Peace and light, peace and light. Okay. So, um... We started off a little rough because we got in there and I guess we had some technical difficulties. So we're just going to go ahead and start it all over again. And um, now you were talking about what was that moon water? Yes, moon water. So I saw someone, it was actually on a show. Some girl had mentioned, um, you know, it was a full moon. She had to run out and get her ducks ready for her moon water. I was like, hmm, uh, you know, I never heard of it. I, like I said before, didn't get a chance to look it up. So I wanted to know, you know, what you knew about it or what that really is and about. Yeah. I mean, when you said that, I got all excited about that. Because <laughs> I, I, you know what I'm saying? Water is just my shit. And that's just like one right. of my biggest providers. And so, you know, the moon definitely deals with that water and the water connects to our emotions. So when we're making that moon water, I guess one of the best things that I would do if I was making moon water. So we got different terminology. So I haven't necessarily used the term moon water but i have Uh utilized moon energy to charge (laughs) up my waters to charge up my crystals to charge up elixirs and elixirs is just basically um water that i have uh charged up with intention and crystal with that you know to do whatever it is you know what i'm saying whatever i set that intention for so that's what elixirs do for you and you can utilize moon energy to help you to um, move towards those goals and so with full moon energy like it is today you want to really work more towards releasing those things that are no longer serving you so when you get a full moon energy it's at its peak So, you know what I'm saying? So those gifts are like at their height and they kind of like um, reach that, that, that point of when the balloon blows all the way up before it pops. Right. So that's what the full moon is. And then as it, and it starts to wane back down and shrink back down until it goes back into the new moon phase again. So this is a time right now where you're at the very end of it and you want to release all of those things that no longer serve you. This energy is going to help you to kind of swim downstream 
But with the moon, with that moon water, when you said that, I just got so excited about it. Like, I'm not 100% sure if that's the purposes um, that that person is using them for. But I definitely utilize a lot of moon energy and a lot of rituals, especially dealing with waters, especially like the baths um, are are excellent things to do um, when you're dealing with moon energy. And um, that's another thing that you could technically call moon water. (laughs) You know, it's taking those spiritual baths, you know, during the full moon and the, um, and the new moon or, or at whatever point, because I mean, if I took one like a week from now, I mean, maybe there's a full moon somewhere, somewhere in this world. So, right. So, yeah, but, oh, my goodness, I, I, I would love to see that post just to see what people are doing um, with that moon energy, because maybe she just takes a thing of water and just charges it up with her intention and some moon energy and gets it cracking, because that sounds like a powerful thing to do. So, you know, shout out to the lady that came up with that. So Right. So she, <laughs> yeah, that's basically what she was doing, charging it up. She you know, took it outside to sit under the full moon. And then I think she mentioned like using it to like bathe with and drink. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And that's a powerful ritual. The uh, You know what? And another thing that I'll do is I'll drink some of the water. I'll also use some in like a lot of the facial serums that I got for what I what we called in the priestess hood is pretty girl magic, you know, and that's all connected to that swagger magic, that glamour magic or whatever people want to call it. Um mm-hmm where you you really work on like improving your appearance and your self-image and it's all about you know creating that image um that you really want and i'll use a lot of um uh rain water moon water you know in a lot of those rituals that i'll i'll use with my um with, with, with a lot of the other stuff that I use, if I'm using essential oils, um, a few drops of rose oils or some frankincense in with mm-hmm. some of that rainwater or some of that water that's charged up with moon energy and put that on a cotton ball and utilize that. Like there's, there's just so many things that you can do. You can work with that energy of the jade, get you one of those uh, facial stones and um, work with that, you know what I'm saying, and clear it with the moon water or just use the moon water um, to to um, moisturize your face while you're using the jade roller. So, I mean, there's just, I mean, there's just a whole lot of things that are just starting to just pop into my mind where you can use mm-hmm. that, that water that's charged up with that energy. It's yeah. Yeah. It's a powerful thing. Like, like the, the, the things that you can do with moon energy is limitless, especially when you're dealing with the water, because once you set that intention with water, um, I guess keep telling everybody, check that work that Dr. Um, I forgot what his name was, Emoto, Emoto, I believe. And he was in this movie called What the Bleep Do We Know, where he did the study with water, where yeah 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 where he was um speaking words like i love you and encouraging words to one glass of water and then froze it and Mm -hmm. then it had beautiful ice crystals and the other one was like curses and all of that other stuff and the, the the um frozen crystals were like distorted in that water and everything so water definitely does hold charges of energy and when you set intentions to it it will definitely help to get your cells in alignment it connects whatever intention that you put into that water when you bring it into your body it aligns with your cells it connects with your cells and gets you in alignment to achieve whatever those goals is is absolutely amazing 
amazing how that works. And um, um, so shout out to Dr. Emoto on that work that he did, or Ashe, I think he passed away. So, yeah, but yeah, I can go on and on about some water rituals. Right. Right, you know? we'll have to re- revisit that. For real, for real. <laughs> we can do real. a whole session on that. Absolutely, absolutely. So let me go ahead and just break down that daily vibration for today. Today is the 13th, 2019. So today adds up to an eight. And that eight energy is all about being cheerful, completing old projects and all of that. So the essence of that number eight is all about opportunity and success. And you work with that Uranus energy. And then, of course, for number um, nine, which will be tomorrow, tomorrow will be in that nine energy. So when you get up for work tomorrow, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, recognize just like what the vibe is for the day so that you'll be prepared for the energy that's going to be coming your way. Um, Don't really work on being like disruptive or rocking the boat for tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? You want to kind of keep your thoughts to yourself, be in a meditative state so that you can really process what's going on and everything and enjoy nature. And that's going to help you to gain some clarity for tomorrow. So tomorrow is more of a day to like kind of really sit back and observe what's going on so that you can really strategize and how to move forward. So those are your vibes for the next couple of days coming up. So work with that full moon energy. Um, pay attention to um, what the vibe is for the day and um, start aligning yourself up so that you can achieve those goals, family, for real, for real. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. We're still in Libra season, y'all. So shout out to the Libras <laughs> again. Yes, you again. gotta love the Libras. <laughs> yeah, we. I do. I absolutely love the Libras. My cousin who passed away a couple of years ago, I shaded him. His birthday passed on the ninth. And um, I miss the hell up out of him. He would have been right. 65. He would have been 65. It's crazy. Oh, wow. And so, yeah. And, and I, and I got to tell you, man, that was my partner in crime. And you know, <laughs> he was definitely down for whatever. And, um, you know, had a short trip in this life. But you know what I'm saying? He, he definitely did his thing and he did it his way. And, um, you know, that's what it is. And he was good people. So I shade to a soldier and um, peace to them. And then my little cousin, her birthday was also the same day. And those wow. Libras, yeah, those Libras are really, really special to me. They have that sparkly personality and all of yeah. that. And so. <laughs> Libra. Her birthday right. is the 15th day. So. Oh, okay. Libra birthdays. Libra mm-hmm. birthdays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those diplomatic ones that's always trying to see both sides of the story, you know. Sometimes to the point where they can almost seem kind of two-faced it too, but you know, that's a whole nother other. Right. right, right. <laughs> but they would definitely entertain both sides of the story. So, you know, much love and um to the to our Libra um family out there. So yeah. yeah, yeah, I definitely vibe well with Libras. And so mm-hmm. this year, can you believe we almost at 2020? What the hell? I know just saying it sounds weird, doesn't it? And you know, it just sounds weird. It just seems weird. It's just uh, thinking about think about yourself in like 1996, thinking about right. 2020. Like that doesn't even seem right. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be heavy and everything. It's, it's yeah. definitely going to be heavy. This was definitely a year of expression and a lot of shit got exposed this year. And so I'm just anxious to see what 2020 brings up. It almost feels like we're already like in that energy in a way. You wow. know what I mean? And it's, it's just like stuff for what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know. So we'll go ahead and just move on forward. So um, anything new happen in this world out there? You know, I don't really check out the news as much as I should because it pisses me off and then I'm feeling some type of way. So, <laughs> yeah, so I think uh, the latest thing was that uh, young lady, I think her name was Atakiana. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I believe that's what her name was. Uh, down in Texas, I want to say. And uh, the cops shot her in her house through the window. The neighbor called. Apparently, it was the middle of the night, um, and her front door was open. So a concerned neighbor had called the police to do a wellness check. And upon responding to the house, there are, let me just say this um, now, this isn't word of mouth. This isn't, you know, uh, some eyewitness account. This is from the cop cameras, the, you know, the body cams on the cops. Um, that have been released already they come to her house they see the front doors open now you would think they would knock on the door hello police something no they see it's open creep around the back of the house peer into the window where she's sitting playing a video game shouted her to put her hands up and before she can even respond move uh, you know, understand what's happening because just imagine you're chilling in your house playing video games. You, the last thing you expect is somebody at your back window. This is right. the back of the house now. You shout and put your hands up. Did not identify themselves as police officers. Did not check to see if who is this person? Is this a homeowner? Is this a break-in? You know what's going on? Clearly, it's not an intruder sitting down, been <laughs> broken to sit down and play video games. Um, but they didn't even give her time to respond. I think it was like 0.6 seconds um, once they started shooting. She, she, they said, you know, put your hands up and 0.6 seconds went past and they shot her. Holy In shit. Her playing video games. Doing Holy shit. To no one at any time. But you know what? The writing was on the wall, wasn't it though? I mean, the writing was on the wall. Like they just let this lady like mm-hmm. practically walk I mean she just like you know it, it, it almost seems and we you know like I said the thing is is that we're not really sure if this is intentional if there was another story you know there's 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 other people's theories on that and I'm not really interested in that the fact is is that right. this man was at home minding his business and he was killed and this woman may spend five years in prison for that and everybody man. wanted to act like they wanted to throw her a fucking going away party right. you know yeah, at the absolutely. end of this which is absolutely ridiculous to me and then they said that the guy who was a witness he it was found did. Right. He was found dead. And and someone told me that they shot him in the mouth. Now, I don't know if they this did. is true. Oh, yes, they did. And what then, the hell? Right. Hello. You know, could it be any more clear? Um, <laughs> the other thing is, too, so apparently the story that the police came up with and the gentleman who was the witness, uh, apparently he was supposedly, it was a drug deal going bad. And 
some guys came from four hours away to buy drugs or sell drugs or whatever have you. And um, they come, kill him, shoot him in the mouth, leave the drugs there, and leave four Mm. hours away. So if you came to rob me, why didn't you take the drugs? I'm gonna tell you something. I, I like I, I I I'll tell anybody. You know, I my my opinion is just my opinion because I don't really yeah. watch the news and I don't know for sure if this is what the hell is happening. But I need y'all to know if this is what's happening, in my humble opinion, yeah. then we need to be concerned about our safety out here, family. Definitely, <laughs> we do. We need to be concerned because they just let this woman walk away with five years they threw her a party it seemed like everybody gave her a hug and fixed her hair and marched her down the aisle and all of this other shit and made a great big production and and then this guy he gets shot and I'm gonna tell you something for me the first thing I thought when 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 somebody at work was telling me about that shit the Mm -hmm. first thing that came to my mind is wow that sound like some cop shit you run your fucking mouth we'll shoot you in the mouth right right you know but the other thing is they may not be true but you know that's that's where Mm -hmm. my mind went to (laughs) no definitely and they also said that he expressed concern for his safety about testifying wow Mm -hmm. and then you know what and then somebody was telling me that he said that he expressed concern for his safety because he lived in such a community that he was fearful of his safety because of the lifestyle right. that he was living. And, you know, my thing is, is that if that building was that dangerous and, 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 and it was that bad, then what would a cop be living in that building for? See, I don't think it would, it couldn't have been that dangerous. Uh, both right. of them, the man that she killed was an accountant. She's a cop. The guy right. who was the witness, he had a decent job. I don't think this was a Right, neighborhood right, right. That's what I was going to say. It didn't right because usually female cops don't get themselves an apartment in the middle of the hood, live next door to Ray Ray and them. Right. You know what I'm saying? And be right. concerned that a drive-by shooter will come scooping past her house. Right. Like who? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they? You know what I'm saying? Like people don't move. That doesn't. That didn't. Wouldn't make sense anyway. So if he said that he was fearful for his safety because of the life that he lives in, in the community that he lives in, and all well, that no, it shit. wasn't the community. It was because testifying against a cop. Right. He that makes more sense. Right, he wasn't. It wasn't about right. him, the community he lived in, right. or anything like that. He was fearful because he was about to testify against the cops, saying yeah. that you know, and that makes a lot more sense. Through. Yeah, you know what I mean? that makes no, a lot more sense. There's no way this building was that uh, filled with, you know what I mean, filled with you know people that were more unsavory than not. Right. You know, there's there's no way. Right. No way. That makes a lot more sense. So then this lady gets the hell away from it. And then a week later, we get another person sitting in their house minding their business. But you know what? We had a we had a smoke signal a long time ago when one of what is was it Barack Obama's friends? Remember when he first got elected? And he had a friend that was a professor, I think at Princeton or Harvard or one of these you know uptight ass schools or some shit like that and the police showed up on his fucking property at his house and tried to stop him from entering his house they lock him up and take him to jail and barack obama said this is some fucking madness and they came for him 
and he decided to invite the officers out to the White House for a mm-hmm. fucking beer summit, I would have told him all to kiss my ass. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now yeah. look at what this shit is morphed into. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? Because we didn't deal with it then. You thought having a fucking beer with these people was sufficient. You know, no, see, I don't think I to me, honestly, there's nothing we could have done really. Like, his hands were tied. I don't think you guys are those back and forth, right? I do, I do, right? His hands were tied, but that could have really been an opportunity for us to point out some of our issues out here, some of these fears, some of this, some of this shit that's going on. Because, I mean, all within all within this man's um the term that he ran that he was president all throughout the term this is when a lot of black folks just start well then again his his presidency also came with the advent of social media as well so we'll give that you know what i'm saying so a lot of stuff was getting exposed so i will you know what i'm saying remind myself that it wasn't just isolated to it being barack obama being president but that shit got exposed right he came on and they Definitely. started getting exposed where we saw the shit with Trayvon Martin, the little boy that was in Cleveland with the toy gun that the, the, the cop right. just gunned yeah. the fuck down. Right. You know? You know, and right. when I was coming up, my dad used to always tell us, no toy guns. You don't right. want somebody thinking you have a real gun. And I used to be like, right. oh my God, we can't even breathe without this man. You know? And then you grow up and see it happen before right. your eyes and it's just it's unfathomable it's you don't it is there's, like there's tons and tons and tons of white boys with real guns out shooting in the woods carrying them around and it's not a big deal this child had a a bb gun playing right. in the park and you didn't even give him an opportunity he's clearly small he's clearly not an adult clearly not an adult you don't think your your life was really in danger you don't think he could have handled that situation or diffused it? Now, how exactly? Now, With how unfortunate? How unfortunate is that shit? And then they wonder why so many of us melanated people from uh, those of us from the African diaspora. And I'm not going to even speak to any of the other Spanish communities or any of the Asian communities, because I don't know what their situation is. This right. is the experience that I can speak from. While we have an issue with going to a system that's oppressing us to help us. So when we get on this subject of, 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 of mental health mm-hmm. and we look at the history of how we get treated differently, how, you know what I'm saying? How we get handled differently. If we just in right. a house minding our business, we can be executed, you know, right. Right. we get accused because we fit the description you know, we get all of this stigma now when, you know what I'm saying? If there's a shooting and somebody, if there's a child that's 15, 16 years old and he get his hands on a fucking pistol and he come up here and he light this neighborhood up, he's a thug and a hoodlum who needs to be put in jail and the key needs to be thrown the fuck away. But if this was a white boy at about 15 or 16 years old, they would say, that he has a mental illness and we need right, to take our understand. due diligence mm-hmm. in getting him some treatment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I always say, you don't even have to look at the TV. You could have your back turned. You already know if they say it's a thug, 
criminal, anything of that verbiage, he's black. He or she's black. Mental illness, definitely white. Terrorist, either Muslim yeah. or, you know, foreign. How about that? You How unfortunate have, is that? You don't even have that's to because we got, a, we got a television that's creating our image. It's, you know right. what? And I'm not going to get into no spoiler alert because I know you didn't get to see the new that new movie, The Joker. Oh, but so for anybody that has not seen that movie, go and check it out and pay attention to the deeper story because this is really giving us a good example because even if we take off all of the disparities, because here's the other thing that I can tell you is that this shit is inevitably changing with the advent of social yeah. media, Definitely. the advent of hip hop music, because that is merging our cultures together. And these white children aren't afraid of us like their grandparents and so forth are. And the mm-hmm. cultures are starting to merge together a little bit more. So the understanding is beginning to get a little bit better. And right. now these kids are starting to recognize, hey, this shit ain't cool. This ain't right. right. Now, how many more of us got to die before this shit finally come to a final end and somebody lay the law down and say, hey, it's a wrap for this. Do we got to wait for this generation of old ass people to go out Probably. before it does? I think so. Maybe, maybe not. But I, I do see that times they are changing because this is shit that's old. There's nothing new under the sun. Mm-hmm. All of this shit's been happening. It's just now being exposed with the advent of the technology that we have that everybody has a recorder on their person now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To catch shit like this. And now there's more attention that's just being brought to it because a lot of these kids are like waking up to what's going on because it's being captured. Like, hey, this is wrong. This is we live in a fucked up world. Well, how about right. that? Right, right. Surprise. <laughs> surprise. <Yeah>. Surprise. <laughs> exactly. But you know what? Here's the thing though. That in in part is 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 where that song when I listened to that song when I was coming up as a kid, it was cool because at there was a time when growing up where for a minute you think it's cool to be mentally ill you know right, what i'm saying definitely. that's you know the, right to be the gangster to be somebody right. that's all fucked up you right. know what i'm saying DMX. because that's what media was putting out there for right. us right it was cool right because now it's slick to be a hoe now right ain't, ain't that what time oh it is now? man you get all kinds <laughs> right. of endorsements for being a stripper <laughs> right okay you, know, you know oh what? you want to be a stripper you can be a rapper I, I think that's Right, that's some hot shit. I ain't saying that you know what I'm saying. I'm just saying that this is where the deviant behavior gets yes. glorified now. Yes, definitely. <laughs> you know yes. what I'm saying? Because because right. at the end of the day, the goal isn't to uplift us. There, there's no there, it, it will be right. counterproductive to put forth a person that will be uplifting for us. So no, the goal no, is to tear no. us down. So let's right. you know promote all the horrible, trashy things you could ever do, see, be, want, feel. And keep you at a lower vibration. That way you're Absolutely. not about gathering and building and uplifting and all that wonderful shit we should be focused on. No, right. we're, we're, we're worried about who can park the best. Right, right. We entertain in foolishness and facilitating sorriness. Right. See, that's the space that we have gotten into right now. You right. know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You wrong for saying something now. You can't say a damn thing. You can't. I cannot sit here and say I don't agree with a certain topic. Then I'm phobic this or against that or 
you, you know what kills me now? Toxic masculinity. That is, you know, we're going to have to do a whole a whole thing on that. But that term is just driving me bonkers. You, you yeah. can't do anything. You can't say anything. You can't, you have to just kind of agree with what everyone says, even though it goes against what you may believe, think, or feel. It's absurd. Right. And it's so right. polarized. It there's there's no room for middle ground. It's either you like it or okay, we're going to do a whole slander campaign because you don't like what I said or you're not agreeing right. to this agenda. But we're not going to always agree because Absolutely. see some agendas, like I said, some agendas they go against what my nature is. Absolutely. So you're not going to tell me that it's okay. It's okay for you, right? And I ain't mad at you. Right. But don't you be mad at me because I don't think that this is the way to go. I'm not going to encourage my children, my grandchildren, no. that this is the way to go, but no. I'm not going to teach them to hate you for going exactly, that way. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's where <laughs> the conversation gets lost. Just because I don't right. agree with it, I don't hate you for whatever choice you decide to make. I I really couldn't care less. I I really don't right. care at the end of the day, but don't expect me to promote it. Don't expect me to jump on the train with it because if I right. don't, you're going to accuse me of being, you know, all sorts of things that I'm not. There's room in, there's right. room in the middle where, no, I don't agree with it, but I don't hate it. I don't hate you. Right. Rather. Right. But that's where that's that's exactly where I'm talking about where we get into the thing where we start to facilitate sorriness and mm-hmm. we start to elevate foolishness because yeah. what we end up because because we we get into this space of telling somebody how to think right you don't necessarily have to agree with people to be civil in this lifetime. But apparently the only way that you can be civil, the only way that you can get along is if everybody is thinking the same way. So let me force a thought on you. Right. You know, no. now they got a lot of trade. And, and like I said, and everybody's entitled to live their lifestyle because I, I you know what I'm saying? I don't object to however people want to get down. You know what I'm saying? But it, it 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 doesn't attract me. It's not my tribe, right? So that's not where my vibe is at. But this, then but, it's crazy to say, like, I don't have to like it, right? I don't and, have and to that's like the it. Thing. And it's, isn't it okay? It's your thing, right. and you like it, and that's fine. I don't have to. You're not going to force but me. See, to that's say a that part I of do. spiritual growth, right? right. <laughs> That's a part of spiritual growth right there. See, when you can grow spiritually enough to know that you do things a little bit different than everybody else and you're Mm -hmm. not mad at them because they do things differently than you and they see the world differently than you do. See, but that's all a part of doing the work. And we facilitate sorriness when we tell people that they got a badass outfit on when in reality they have absolutely no fucking clothes on at all. Right. Because we sit back and we lie to people right. to try to keep the peace, to try to keep the harmony, instead of trying to create an environment where everybody feels safe right. to be able to have their opinion without it turning into a situation of you hate me because right. you got this opinion. Right. And it's not that's it, and it's not so. That's and that's so you know what I'm saying? And it's and it's a very dangerous, slippery slope that we get into. But we done got so sick in our fucking minds now where everybody needs a fucking support dog. Right. Everybody or pelican that you gotta bring on the goddamn plane. You know, I was right. in Walmart. I'm about to 
blow a fuse right now. I was in Walmart and there's this bitch <laughs> walking around with these two huge ass Labradors around the produce and I wanted to vomit. How do you know I'm not sick, uh, allergic to dogs or pet dander? How do you know? You know what I mean? I could have children who have a serious fear of dogs and you're trotting right. around Walmart with food. With food. They don't give a damn. Like if it's they don't give there, a damn. They were in the bank and it was like a whole group of people and like one lady came in with her dog and there was already two people there with their dog and I'm thinking certainly there's a fucking manager right. around here that's going to you know, right. dismiss all Apparently this Apparently you wrong for no, saying so. No, his ass came in with his dog. Right. And everybody at the say, bank knew his dog. Uh, everybody at the bank knew who his dog was. And this, you know, it was like a little sorority. I'm like, what in the heck? Why? Why? Why Why do we need a dog in the bank? Why? Just tell me why. Because we don't got so sorry where everybody needs a crutch. Everybody yeah. needs something. Oh, See, we so we go out of our way to make people not do the work. See, this is all a part. See, you need a fucking dog just to be able to get up and go to the grocery store. Means you're not doing the fucking work. Right. If you need a dog to get you to the store every day, then right. you're not doing the fucking right. work. Right. And this is the this is this is the price that we end up paying is we got a whole bunch of people that want to be different, but they all look the same. Everybody behaves the same. You know, this is the wall that we can't get over. Oh, <laughs> this is I, the one we should be tearing down for some whatever reason. We see Nicki Minaj on the video with with green hair, and we need green motherfucking hair. I just, <laughs> you know, but why? We like, see who, we like what mirror right, we are see you this looking woman at? With eyelashes to her nose, we need that too, and we need to show up to work like that. My thing is, what mirror are you looking in? What mirror are you looking in, number one? And number two, she doesn't even walk around like that every day. There's a costume right. for a video shoot or a, a, a photo shoot or something to that effect, a concert or something like that. If you look at pictures of her or like when she's posting on her social media, she has her regular hair or black hair. Brown hair, you know, but you 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 it. got to right, but you you got to know this is that sheep mentality. This is another Completely. piece to the wall that we can't get over with. We're we so busy looking to some other image right. outside of ourselves right. to find our peace, right? To 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 connect us to our star player. It needs to be somebody else. It cannot be that person we looking at in the mirror. Oh no, hell no. That's absolutely not it. Right. It can't be that person. It gotta be somebody else. So let me dress like Nicki Minaj. Let me look like Cardi B. Let me go and try to look like somebody the fuck else. Anybody except for me, the chick on Instagram. You know, they told me and some of these bras that's on Instagram that got these banging ass bodies and these thin ass waists, they ain't even fucking real. None of it's real. None of they ain't even real. real. This is like a, a, a digital person or some shit like but, that. You know what I'm saying? Not, but then not even that. There will be uh there's ladies who, you know, are Instagram models or whatever and they're they're modeling to you, um, telling you to drink slim tea or modeling <laughs> the um waist trainers. And these women have surgery. They didn't do any work for these bodies, they went and got it modified by a doctor. And they're selling right. you 
telling you to buy a waist trainer. Now, I'm sure a waist trainer probably right. work. It's a you know older thing that they used to use back in the colonial days or something. But yeah. that's not how they achieve their look. They've been nipped and tucked and pulled and plucked, and then right. you know they pay somebody to do the work for them because nobody wants to do the fucking work. Do You're absolutely right about them. If you right, if you're you really absolutely right. See some victory, do the work. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to do the work either. I no. got shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Every time I get up to go to the gym, I swear. Right. You know? Right. So I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? But I also realize that if I want to get there, I have to do the work. Right. There's no getting around doing the work. That's what our biggest problem is. There's no way of getting around it. And at some point, we're going to have to confront, you know, our issues head on individually and as a collective. Yeah, we would definitely, you, you know what, it, it would definitely have to if we did that individually. I think that that's how we do the work. We start with ourselves. But that, see, this is one of the mistakes that I made, especially when I started getting in to doing a lot of this spiritual work. I wanted to sit around and read all of the lessons and all of the teachings and align everybody around me that was all fucked up uh-huh. about how uh-huh. they need to get their shit together. Right. And right. What the best strategy would be right. for them to get right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I surely couldn't see me. Right. Absolutely not. <laughs> right. Well, that's and like that when I even... started working with the in the mental health field. Oh, I knew everybody's diagnosis, honey. I knew everybody's diagnosis. Right. But then you have to start looking inward and saying, wait, hold on. Why do I even feel the need to do that in the first place? Right. Right. Why do I even feel the need to diagnose you, 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 you? For what? Why? Right. Avoiding doing the work on myself. Avoiding doing the work on herself. And so, and, and, and here's the thing family that Davida and uh, has been working in the mental health field for many many moons <laughs> you know yeah and... believe it <laughs> wow wow well, yeah I've, I've I've been I, yeah I've been in that field I don't I don't I don't provide services directly anymore I work more on a a, a consultation type of level but I, I gotta tell you something when I first got into the field and, and this was when I was like in school and you know you start studying like the different personalities and mm-hmm. you know and different modalities on how to treat people and the different theories right. of psychology and yeah. you start thinking about everybody in your family that's fucked up All and I remember <laughs> when I was studying personality disorders and every guy that I dated before Absolutely. my husband had a fucking antisocial personality right wow. narcissistic personality <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's still true but don't get right. it wrong <laughs> absolutely absolutely yeah absolutely you know but you know but then then I started to realize as I started doing a little bit more about I'm gonna start just focusing on me Definitely, because I started realizing that even though I was getting a hold of a lot of this knowledge, a lot of this information, and I felt mm-hmm. like, "Ooh, I knew some hot shit." I don't even really know like what my intention was with that. I just wanted to know at the first, at at, at that point, right. I wanted to know. Then I was like, "I need to share this with people. People right. get victory with this." You know what I'm saying? And no one was interested. 
<laughs> so nobody want to hear about their sales or even try to tackle that or hear right. first just like i was saying before you have to convince people there's a problem first and convincing right. people there's a problem with themselves is probably one of the biggest hurdles you ever have to face right perceived susceptibility is what they call that self <laughs> you know what i'm saying that goes on that takes me all the way back to school when we were talking about the, um the, the strategies for interventions right, right okay. and, and to intervene on a community level on a macro level a lot of um public health administrators would would utilize what they call the health belief model and one of the first components of that, because I forgot, you know what I'm saying, but when you brought that up, is perceived susceptibility. They must believe right. that they are susceptible to whatever the issue is that you're right. trying to tackle. Right, because if you don't think you have that issue, how in the hell are we going to work on clearing it up, fixing it, whatever, and you don't even think it's an issue? You, you can't even see that there's a problem. Right, absolutely. Absolutely. And 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 the biggest thing is, is that we, we have so many, see, the game has changed from when I was coming up. See, we, we, there was no Facebook status. I think right. I really would have got myself jammed up <laughs> if there would have been all of this technology and social media and, and, and ways for me to really expose listen, how fucked up I was thinking. Listen, <laughs> I just missed it. I It just missed me by a couple years. So trust me, I understand. I can relate to what you're talking about because there's some days I sit back like, ooh, boy. Right. If I would have had a Facebook account at 22, I might have jammed myself up <laughs> at that was 19. At tw- yes, yes, 22. Yeah, it wouldn't have been too bad. I'm talking about teenagers, like these teenagers now. With us, right. Let me say, I was in in 1997. I was 22, and I was I was very 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 foolish at that time, and I thought that I was wise because at that Don't particular point in my life. <laughs> right, I could see the wisdom in a lot of the teachings that was being delivered to me and a lot of the lessons, but I could not connect it to myself. Mm -hmm. I could always see the example in somebody the fuck else, but not me. Right. (laughs) I think we're all guilty of that. I think we're all guilty of just not wanting to do the work, not wanting to address it. Because then if you say, you know, oh, I need to fix this, or hey, I do do that, then that means there's something wrong with you. Right. You know, there's something wrong. And no, who wants to feel like that? Right. 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 But see, here's the thing, but there's power in recognizing that there's something wrong. If you go to those NA and AA meetings and everything, the first step is admitting that there's a problem. So when we can just get right in there and begin to admit that there's an issue then we can really lay that foundation down for doing the work. You know, it's this dude that um, that runs one of the programs that I work with, and he was um, when when um, when he came in for his interview, he told the members at that program, he said, "You know what?" He said, "Everybody is one traumatic experience from having a mental health crisis." Oh, definitely. A mental health issue. Definitely. That's profound. 
Definitely. Because if you think, you know what I'm saying? You think because people think they got their shit all the way together, but let something devastating happen right, to you. Right. And it's different <laughs> things for different people. Different things for different people because, you know, like I, I sit back and I think, boy, I done been through some changes in my mm-hmm. life. But mm-hmm. then I'll run into people who've lost children, right. who, who've, you know what I'm saying, who've been in accidents where they've seen people being just taken out of here right in front of their faces. Right. You know, they've been molested. They've been like really abused in like right. horrible and horrific ways that I just couldn't even imagine being able to live through situations like that you know how do you have a childhood where you afraid to go to bed at night holy shit right, right <laughs> you know right. what i'm saying that, holy it, shit it kind of puts yeah. things in perspective for you mm-hmm. but you could Absolutely. any and and that's the thing to i think to be aware of my uh crisis that might push me overboard won't look the same as yours right do you know what right. I mean? So right. I think people kind of get caught up like, oh, plenty of people been uh, had to deal with molestation. Just get over it. Or people, plenty of people had to deal with it. You know, just get over it. Like, what's the big deal? And right. not realizing that, you know, different people have different tolerance levels. You might be able to, you know, cope, deal, act like things don't exist or whatever and keep pushing forward. And some people just can't get over that hurdle. Right. So then what do right. you do? Right. Absolutely. And it, you know, and there's, like I said, there's some things that are particularly challenging because there's some people like, if I remember a long time ago when I used to live around the way and I was rapping with one of my friends and this was, this was a time when the gang culture was really big in the nineties, in the early nineties, you know, in the early mid nineties, the gang culture was really big. And this was back in a time where, you know, where they would allow BET to openly have these videos that glorified the gangs. And they used to have the crypt videos and the bloods videos and all of this crazy ass shaking Negro job rating. All they needed was somebody tap dancing with a black <laughs> face and a piece of watermelon in their hand. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know oh my saying? goodness! It was just it was it was negritude. That's what it was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In its biggest way. But this was this was before like we were really you know highlighting and exposing how they target us to be the next generation of the underclass. Mm-hmm. That was definitely one of the blinking red lights at that particular point. Right. But back when I was coming up, we the, the gangs was, you know what I'm saying, really big. And I, the guy, you know, his friends was dying and everything. And I thought to myself, you know, you, you're out here and, you know, it's a possibility that you could be killed or your friend could be killed. Like, you know, mm-hmm. how, how are you doing this every day, man? Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, you know it's what? like, well, you know what I'm, you got to charge that shit to the game. You take a loss every day. You win some, you lose some. Like he wasn't processing it. Like, damn, all right. of my friends is getting killed for right. fucking property and shit. We don't own. Right. We just out here dying for absolutely nothing. Exactly. <laughs> you know? It wasn't his perspective. Mm-mm. Right. His perspective was this, you know what I'm saying? He was like, his man was like, he was a soldier in a war. Right. Or he yeah. was a soldier in some type of battle that he was fighting. Now, is, is a, that a mental illness? Because yes, that's kind of like borderline game. delusional. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what kind of game you playing with yourself? What the hell? Right. But another thing too, I think we've come full circle because not to kind of deviate off topic, 
my son, 14, has had to deal with that. Friends dying. I mean, there's been a couple of occasions where he and his friends are at the basketball court and a shooting breaks out within a block of him. And he has to take off running, not knowing which direction the bullets are coming from, not knowing which direction to run to. Somebody's got shot. One of the guys he knew uh, got shot on his porch. Another guy that he knew, they rung his doorbell and shot him in his home with his parents there. I mean, Oh, wow. Oh, my God. So these are, it's come full circle. Now we have you know, another generation of kids just seeing their peers being slaughtered. You know, so, so what kind of mental health does that or or illness does that breed? Because right. you don't feel safe. And I used to be under the impression that, oh, these kids are so desensitized. Like, they see that happening, they're desensitized. No, they're fucking traumatized. They are traumatized. Yeah. There are some streets that my son won't walk on because of certain incidences happen, happening. So, you know, for people out there to think that this generation is just numb and drugged up and no, they're traumatized. That's why they're self-medicating with drugs and alcohol and sex and promiscuity and, and, and you know, some dive into spirituality. But these kids are fucking traumatized. They, they see people... Being, like never, never do you ever. When I was growing up, have you seen somebody being killed by a police officer on camera, and they get the fuck off? Right. You know what I'm saying. So right. now they got to worry about the police killing them, somebody in the neighborhood killing them. Uh, you know, just all these multiple layers of stuff. Yeah. And you have to yeah. Wonder how do you keep your mental well? Right. And then, how, and then how, how do you stay? Yeah, how do you stay sane in in a, in the middle of all of this? I don't know how they do. And then they're teenagers, so they're developing right. like hormones just going everywhere. Their frontal lobe isn't even fully developed, and all that stuff. So they're not even, you know, complete, completely grown mentally to even right. try to process this stuff. I think we're just in a tumultuous time where uh, a lot yeah. of shit is about to hit the fan, and we're we. This generation, unfortunately, has dealt with a lot of stuff that none of us really had to deal with. Not on this level, not on this scale. Maybe there might have been one or two incidences where, you know, we saw some like crime or something outrageous with the police when we were growing up. But there was never like back to back, year after year, cops killed this person, got off, did that, shot somebody in their house, you know? just the scale right. of it is just it's just out of control and you know what and see I, I i really think that this has been something that has always gone on because if if not yeah we wouldn't be so afraid of of the police we wouldn't right. be so afraid of any type of governmental officials we yeah. wouldn't be so afraid of any type of authority figures in right. this country because we have a history of abuse and yeah. and, and 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 trauma right from the hands of this particular country right. the difference is is now that we have social media 
we it's have televised. The, right these telephones mm-hmm. that's that's putting it live and direct and you can load it directly on the social media and and the media that used to ignore our cries for help right. and assistance you can't get around the footage right no you, you can't <laughs> you, there's no, no way now not right you can't get around that shit now a lot of people get their news from social media i know so many people who say no i haven't watched the news but i saw this on facebook you know what i mean so a lot of people get their information from social media and i don't think that we're going to even know the full effects of how it affected us mentally until probably 20 right and then you know that they're also taking uh um social media and saying that there's um it's 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 connected to depression of course adolescence of course and i guess yeah or people in general because i mean if you sit back and you watch right everybody is living this great life and here i am i'm boogieing in puerto rico right margarita you know what i'm saying and you're sitting at your job like a fucking sap Right, <laughs> you know, right. Your then, ass for a little over minimum wage, like you know, it, it, it makes it you feel some type that, of way. It goes into that comparison we were talking about on the last right. podcast, where you know you get into this comparison space and you start feeling down about yourself, and right. you you know you can't. Your journey is your journey. You can't be comparing your journey, your situation, your timing, your success. To someone else's because a you don't know what they've been through on their journey you don't know what they've done to attain that level of success and you don't right. know the sacrifices they make you don't even know if it's true a lot of stuff on social media isn't even true i've had right. so many conversations with people and they'll be like oh she does this her life looks amazing she does that i'm like that probably isn't even all true. I mean, a, a portion of it is probably true, but nobody's sitting there like, well, some people do, unfortunately, but nobody's sitting there, had a bad day, you know, click, click, take a picture. Right, that's what I'm going to say. I just got my ass whooped by right. my <laughs> <laughs> Like, nobody's like, I, having the worst day possible, no makeup, right. no this, no that. You know, people are, people get dressed to right. take pictures and then take it all off and go about their day there's people who really do that or you you know and then you're sitting here nothing is you're trying to keep up with cardi b and Nicki minaj who are millionaires you are right. going to be fucking depressed because you can't keep right. up you won't have the celebrity husband you won't ever have the massive clothes collection you'll never have the shoes the clothes the notoriety i mean you'll never have it not, you right. know, n- not never, but you have to work towards it. You won't, you're not going to, you can't compare yourself to those people. They're because, not, but, but not only that, you can, you, but you know what? See, here's the other thing, too. And this is, this is one thing that's really fun with social media that can work to different detriments because you, you can become. Right. Whoever you want to be. Right. Now we all we know about the person that'll sit there and take a picture of their face or take their picture of front and, and, and create the background that they desire. Right. They sit in the middle <laughs> of a fucking mess. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. But, right. You know what I'm saying? But you you can you can essentially create movements like there's people that get on there and they tell people about how to eat better and healthier and they inspire people to do that and you know what i'm saying and there's the people that inspire folks to have you know weight loss and inspire inspire people to be good to each other and show love to people and everything so we can 
talk about how it works you know, on a positive end right. and on a negative end, you know what I'm saying? It's going to keep people. And that's the other thing that I get most concerned with when we talk about this mental illness is about the vibration right. that our community is in. And it's not just the people that have melanin in their skin community, but I'm talking about the community as a whole. Mm-hmm. If we sit around and focus on how we're getting our asses kicked all of the time, how the police right. always got their foot on our neck, yes. how, you know, somebody is always trying to dog us out, how the white woman is calling the police on right. us, right. how Negroes <laughs> is breaking in your house every time they see you getting something new. You right. know what I'm saying? All of that type of shit. See, that's going to lower your mm-hmm. vibration. Mm-hmm. And the lower the thoughts, the lower the vibration. So right. you, I'm sitting around, I'm meditating on some bullshit. Right. This low level thinking, that's Here where comes I'm some more bullshit for you. Yep, of course. And the lower some more the for you. Right. The lower the experience that I'm going to have in this world. Because if I'm vibrating at a thing where, you know what I'm saying? All I'm worried about is some simple shit about how somebody is hating on me or somebody right. is shit on me and everything. My whole experience is going to be that because that's all I'm thinking about. So I'm going to draw that type of simple ass shit to myself. Definitely. And this is this is the work that we got to do where we got to we got to we got to change what was going on in our mind so that we can change how our vibe is so that we can change our experience. Right. And just acknowledging or just being aware of, of how you think. I think people aren't even aware, you know, how they're thinking and what they're thinking. You know, so there's that sense of mindfulness that we need. And then to acknowledge that it's not beneficial to you at all. You know what? Or even not even, you know what? Because see, because then when we, for me, and this is, and everybody's different for me. When I sit around and acknowledge how not beneficial a thought is to me, mm-hmm. then I start getting myself into that charge of energy of everything else that I ain't doing right. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What I I'm one of those is... people that'll criticize myself to the point like, hold on, uh, that so... thought ain't serving me. Listen. And hold up, and that bullshit you did earlier right, probably right. wasn't helpful. <laughs> right, right, right. You, know you don't got to tell me about self-analysis. You know, Virgos right. are the worst. We will kill ourselves with right. the, uh, self-analysis. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Virgos so what are I try? Oh, yes. oh my god! You don't even have to say nothing to me because at least I'm the ones that I know are. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> we didn't crit- criticize ourselves one million times before you can even say anything, honey. So. <laughs> But what I try to do is I try to be mindful in my thoughts. And when it's going to a a negative place, I try to automatically think of the opposite. Just think of the opposite. You know what I mean? And, you know, once you get yourself in the habit of doing that, it kind of helps you not stay in that lower vibrational moment. Like it kind of makes you like, nope, not going there. Right, right, right. You pulling the dog back on its leash. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because the analogy that I like to use about our thoughts is like it's like a dog. You know what I'm saying? That gets loose on a chain. And you got to get that chain, that dog back up and get him back on its leash because he'll run all over there and piss and shit in everybody's yard. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And you don't need that. But that's one of the things that I do. But I take mine on a more because see, for me, 
I'm one of those people that I want to get straight to results. I want to okay. get straight to what's good for me. So right. I'm always trying to shift my thoughts on desired results. Okay. What would I like to see happen? Right. Because that's what's going to raise my vibration, not right. necessarily on how I should be doing it right. or what needs to happen, but what I would like to see happen because what should happen probably ain't going to be the same as how ultimately it should go. So a really good example of that shit would go, okay, I have a goal of losing weight. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I can sit back and think about all of the times that I blew it and I didn't eat right. That's not a thought that's going to serve me. So when I start thinking about cooking dinner, I start thinking about all of the shit I shouldn't be eating. But instead, what I do is I start thinking about all of the food that I can eat that's going to make me feel better. So, okay, I'm not going to get that bowl of ice cream, but I do have these fudge sickles, you know what I'm saying? That's going to give me that ice cream craving, except it's not going to be like all of the baggage that's connected to eating ice cream, you know what I'm saying? That's going to put me in a space and that raises my vibration up. Or if I'm at home and I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm going to do some stir fry and I'm going to hook this rice up and I'm going to throw this in. You know what I'm saying? I got some shallots I'm going to chop up and this and that. That raises my vibration instead of me saying, oh, I got to go home and pull out these motherfucking vegetables. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I can't even get a goddamn piece of fried chicken. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I start thinking about how enjoyable this is going to be for me and the the desire that I want. So then I start picking apart the things that I like about what it is so that I can shift my focus onto the things that I actually desire. So that's going to raise my vibration because me trying to force myself into doing the right thing is not going to do anything, but have me in a resentful space in a critical space, you know, where I'm sitting around criticizing myself and tearing myself to fuck up to pieces because you should have been doing it this way. If you would have drank that water like you wanted, you were supposed to, you know what I'm saying? Right. You won't be sitting here counting calories and all of this <laughs> other bullshit. <laughs> so another thing, another thing with Virgos, well, the few I've talked to, we kind of have to embrace the feeling and then let it pass. You know what I mean? Like whether it's sadness, anger, whatever, we're the type that has to and pull it in, embrace it, have the moment, and then let it go, release it. Otherwise, we're going to just keep thinking and overanalyzing and redoing it, and you know, absolutely, so, absolutely. So that is kind of kind of what I do. So I'll say, oh, you know, I shouldn't have had that um, wonderful pan of scalloped potatoes that I just made literally tonight. Mm-hmm. I should. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? I just I just don't let it consume me. I don't let it get the best of me. I don't let it carry it on and over until tomorrow. I had it. I wanted it. I had it. Now it's over. And I'm going to make healthier choices throughout the day, throughout the week, hopefully. And, you know, just take it there. But you got to allow yourself to have those, I guess, moments. And then so you can release it. Right. So you don't have to come back right. to it. 
Right. And that and that goes all the way back to even that work that I talk about doing that spiritual work. And, you know, and people do it in, in many different ways. And a lot of the um, Narcotics Anonymous and Alcoholics Anonymous, they go through the 12 step processes and everything. Um, you can work the energy centers out. Um, you can go through whatever whatever steps or process it is that your spiritual system utilizes is usually a system that's going to help you to address every area of life that's causing that's where the root of where a lot of your pain is at right. and for me the work that I did was going through my energy centers and 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 in dealing with that first energy center is usually about like my family that's you know what I'm saying where the security comes from and all of that other stuff so that's the very first thing that they say that they want you to do now there's there's arguments as to whether or not you should start with the bottom energy center which is at the very base the root the foundation mm-hmm. or at the top where the spiritual um energy center is at there's been a lot of people who have successfully uh, work through the um, the system by working on the spiritual part first and then going all the way down and then dealing with the foundational stuff. And that can absolutely work. And that's a route that I took, but I got to caution people when they say that. Um, yeah. And not taking it that, that traditional way, because they tell you a lot of times when you do this work that you need to start at the root chakra, but I've been taught and I've learned that you can start um, at, at, at on the upper chakras area but this is what my experience was because at that time I was so focused on opening up my third eye getting my mm-hmm. spiritual experience I want ascension right. my niggas and all of this right. other shit and what I ended up doing was being spiritually open and then on a mundane and humanities level you know what I'm saying I was real fucked up and awkward so then you know what I'm saying so I had a lot of spiritual gifts activated now it's real funny how you know what I'm saying you can kind of sense what people are going through and sense when shit's not working for them or even pick up subtle energies and and all types of other shit, but you have a difficult time interacting with people socially and you feel uncomfortable and you feel awkward fucking with them and everything. So people right. are telling you things and you're all uncomfortable and shit. It just, it, it makes shit, it makes shit a little bit awkward or you haven't quite worked out a lot of petty jealousies. You know what I'm saying? And you haven't worked out a lot of your insecurities and all of this other shit. So when you're doing a lot of this work with people, like you have a lot of spiritual gifts within yourself, but there's a lot of foundational things that need to be fine-tuned. And it makes your struggle a little bit more it well it makes your process um it's a loner's process if you do it that way that's that's what my experience been unless you're dealing with people that absolutely love you that are absolutely connected to you or something like that you're going to be kind of hard to deal with (laughs) you know what i'm saying because you haven't grounded yourself to be able to have successful relationships you haven't dealt with um, your family issues you haven't dealt with you know shit you know what I'm saying where your comfort zone is you know what I'm saying how you're feeling about yourself those esteem issues you haven't worked on that compassion for people outside of yourself and all of that other stuff but what you have worked on is gaining light and gaining wisdom and developing spiritual gifts and being able to tap in and tune in to different spiritual realms and connect with the ancestors and all of that other shit but you right. can't connect with nobody the fuck else 
right right and and that's how in a your lot everyday of life Right. And that's how a lot of people end up opening themselves up to low level energies. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're not going in there with a pure heart, luckily, I just really wanted to know. And my intention was, you know what I'm saying? Just to to understand, to know and to move forward. That's what my intention was. Now, I could imagine if mine was because I wanted to be the grand wizard or some shit. You know what I'm saying? And and and. And and did some crazy shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. Really, you know what I'm saying? And really fucked up, um, fucked up my spiritual progress in the in the process. With you know what I'm saying? Me trying to make some crazy ass aloof goal because nobody wanted to take me to the prom when I was in high school. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know. So you know, so you gotta really, you gotta really deal with that shit though, because you can't be the person that never got no pussy or the female that never had dudes hitting on her or you know what I'm saying and you still got baggage from it or you can't be the p-boy you know what I'm saying (laughs) trying to effectively right and you still that person in your mind and you still out here trying to trying to effectively you know what I'm saying navigate you know relationships with folks and 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 all of this other shit you know what I'm saying You, you, you can't do that you must address that shit or your interaction in this world is going to be a somewhat disjointed. You know, it's, 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 it's a must that you deal with your shit on whatever level and whatever system it is that you deal with, you must deal with it and not deal with your family shit. Because if they're fucked up, there's a 90%, 99% chance right. that you're fucked up too. Right. Especially Absolutely. if you haven't done the work, you can't Absolutely. worry about them. You got to deal with you because your response to them and their foolishness will change when you have done the work and that shit won't even matter no more. (laughs) You know, and that's the thing that I learned. I used, I got a relative. I'm not even going there with that in case they might listen. (laughs) (laughs) They'll probably, (laughs) but I mean, a straight Debbie Downer and an energy Mm -hmm. drain to boot. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And I just couldn't tolerate being around this family member. Like, what the fuck? You know, right. every time I come down there, it's like they just drain. It's like my energy goes down like three notches. Boom, right. boom, boom. Right. And I feel all weighed down and all of this other shit. And every time they, they got a problem and it seemed like they don't want to, they don't want to fix the problem. They just no. want to talk about how fucked up and miserable their life right. is. And then they ask you for advice, but they really don't want your they fucking advice. Oh my God. <laughs> they just, you know what I'm saying? They just want you to recognize that their life is fucked up. Listen. And then you can sit back and say, let me do everything to fix it for you so right. that I can drain all of my energy. And right. then you can sit there and feel like you conquered the world. By draining all of my fucking energy. I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> that's all. Some people are just content in the darkness. And then some people, I think those are, to me, those are energy vampires. Like, I don't Absolutely. think they do it consciously. But th- they need your energy to keep going on. They need Absolutely. That. But you know what? When you start doing the work, when you start doing the work, then it doesn't even matter if you're around an energy vampire because they just cannot get it because you're not giving, you only give people that which you allot to them. Okay. Listen, I got, I got a dollar. 
So I'm gonna give you a quarter of this dollar, but that's all the fuck you getting, and that's peace. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? And that's where it's at. But then you got to get into that space where, you know, you're, you're at, you're aware who they are as a person, and love them right where they're at. They're not gonna change, and if they do, Godspeed, because it right. ain't you that's gonna fix it for them. You know what right. I'm saying? Encourage them and support them and keep it the hell moving. There's some people you got to show them love, share a laugh, and keep it moving. That's <laughs> you all know? you can do at the end of the day. That's all absolutely. you can do, really. Right. Absolutely. But you got you to gotta work those issues out, and you'll be able to interact on a more meaningful level. When you begin doing that work on yourself, then all of the stuff that's around you, that person that used to piss you off, you realize he wasn't pissing you off. You were allowing the shit that he did to piss you off. The shit exactly. that he's doing is funny because he's a fucking clown. You laugh at clowns. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Definitely. Then you get into a space where you start doing the work and you start to embrace yourself and you start to love yourself for right where you are. And me, I'm one of those people. I'm one of the people. I like to drink and sometimes I'll smoke cigars and all, all types of other right. shit. You know what I'm saying? And cussing. Act a goddamn fool. How are you supposed to be such a spiritual person and you have such a potty mouth? That's who I am. Right. I am at peace with that. That's who I am. That's how I operate. You can love it or leave it alone. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get, you know, right. Get, My heart is pure. Yeah, you know, like, right. You you're know not what I'm supposed to be perfect and pure. And I can't be. Right. I can't human. be. That's not me. If 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 some if if you are, I didn't get that memo, and I'm right. not, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> you, and I'm okay right. with you being perfect. Put me on on how to get better. but you know I can't be that that's this is who I am but one thing that I can assure people is that you know I might not have all of the answers I might not know exactly which way to go but I'm definitely open to learning and my heart's pure definitely (laughs) you know definitely I'm not a fool but my heart's pure yeah my heart's pure I got got real love Right. I'm not a fool, but I got real love for, for, for humanity, for this world at the end of the day. I'm not trying to get over on nobody, see if I, how many folks I can I can hustle. Right. <laughs> you know? And I think just, it's the main thing is to being open to learn. Being open to understanding different perspectives and viewpoints of different people from all different types of, you know, experiences and different the things that they go through and the experiences they bring to the table. Um, absolutely I think that's the problem anytime there's a problem between people cultures there's a lack of understanding communication you know what Mm -hmm. I mean so that's what the point where we need to get to instead of jumping to the conclusion with stereotypes and whatever else that you know a person or you you know you think you know their intention or that and just be willing to learn something different that you know, your opinion may be wrong and you're going to have to be able to accept that. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And that's all about us shifting. And this is this is exactly what they talk about when all these new age speakers talk about the divine feminine rushing in and all of that other stuff. And that's coming from this energy that we have of a more socialized collective approach where we're more open to receive right and that's what women are that's what the feminine energy is is a receptive energy when you're willing to learn when you're willing to be cooperative when you're willing to work together with other people so that you can work towards the greater good you see 